Those sanctions that are agreed are fully implemented. And I also know that other allies are looking into whether they can step up uh, further. The White House has suspended oil and gas leases approved by the previous administration in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Correspondent Weijia Jiang. They are going to look at what the Trump administration found. They're going to analyze the real impact on the wildlife before making any firm and final decision about whether this program will resume. There's a settlement in a case involving police and a language barrier. CBS's Jim Crisula has the details. Police in Hazleton, Pennsylvania will be required to take steps, including Spanish classes, to remove language barriers faced by the city's large Spanish-speaking population under a legal agreement with federal officials. The Justice Department had been investigating the department after a resident reported having to rely on his young son and a co-worker to be able to communicate with officers. Vaccinated Americans prove they have one giant sweet tooth. CBS's Diane King-Hall. Krispy Kreme says it has given away more than one and a half million free donuts to recipients of the coronavirus vaccine. Back in March, the company said it would give free original glazed donuts every day this year to people who got a COVID-19 shot. Budweiser's just announced that once 70% of U.S. adults get at least one shot, it'll buy a round of beer for anyone 21 or older. S&P futures up eight. This is CBS news cbs news radio is your home for breaking news with our team of reporters around the country and the world we give you the coverage you can trust this luck of the irish moment is sponsored by o'reilly auto parts when the vaccines first started rolling out you had to be over a certain age or really lucky to get your shot for david mcmillan he just happened to be at a grocery store at the right time i have two doses of the moderna vaccine they're about to expire do you want them and i said yes there wasn't any hesitation think o'reilly auto parts for all your car care needs get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service from the professional parts people at o'reilly auto parts Today, I'm taking it to the streets to give people the good news. Oh, excuse me, hello. I'm Flo from Progressive, and did you know... No, I'm just waiting for the bus. So then you have time to hear about how with HomeQuote Explorer, you can check if you're paying too much for home insurance. Yeah, if I was interested in talking to you, which I'm not. Okay, I'll do the talking, and you just check if you can be saving, which is going to be pretty hard to do if you put on your headphones. Okay. See if you're paying too much for home insurance with HomeQuote Explorer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. There's growing support for Naomi Osaka's withdrawal from the French Open. The leaders of the French, Australian, and U.S. Opens and Wimbledon have all signed a pledge to address players' concerns about mental health. These are the same four tennis administrators who threatened to disqualify or suspend Naomi Osaka if she continued to skip news conferences earlier this week. The French Open slapped Osaka with a $15,000 fine after a first-round victory for refusing to speak with the media, even after Osaka had warned them of her plans, saying she experiences severe anxiety at press conferences. Monica Ricks, CBS News. A teacher in Louisiana saved graduation day for a student who showed up to receive his diploma in black leather sneakers. They violate Hanville High's dress code to the rescue paraeducator John Butler, who happily handed over his size 11 tan loafers to Deverius Peters. They were two sizes too big, but did the trick. Butler watched the ceremony with pride in his stocking feet. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
These days, physical distance can keep us safe and healthy, but emotional distance can strain relationships, especially if drugs or alcohol are involved. If substance use or addiction is creating a barrier between you and your child, you may feel alone and you may not know where to turn, but we're here to help you and your family. Partnership to End Addiction offers free resources, guidance, and support just a click away. To End Addiction, start with connection. To learn more, reach out to us at drugfree.org. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code SKY, S-K-Y, for this amazing special. I'm John. You may know me as a commercial lender, but I'm also a craftsman and a dog dad. At Park National Bank, we're more than our job titles, and you're more than an account number. You get personal attention and direct access to a caring, compassionate banker who respects and responds to your needs and goals. Find John or a banker near you at parknationalbank.com. Park National Bank, where you mean more. Member FDIC, parknationalbank.com. Weenie Wednesday. Corn dogs and regular hot dogs, 99 cents each. Open 10.30 a.m. until 9 p.m. Head on over to Larry's Doghouse at 410 West Union Street in Athens. What in the world is going on now? Find out every weekday at 8 a.m. and 7 p.m. on the World News Roundup from CBS News Radio and on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM WATH. As Southeast Ohio's Area Agency on Aging, Buckeye Hills Regional Council can help answer questions about vaccinations, Medicare, and in-home care support for qualified individuals as a possible alternative to nursing home care. Learn more at BuckeyeHills.org or call Buckeye Hills Regional Council at 1-800-331-2644. That's 1-800-331-2644. The trained soldiers of the Army National Guard are a new generation of leaders called to proudly and selflessly serve our nation and make a difference in the communities we call home. Do you want to make a difference? During our Hiring Days event, May 10th to June 14th, we're looking for highly motivated candidates for part-time careers in the Army National Guard. You'll experience the personal fulfillment of serving your community right in your home state during emergencies and natural disasters, while learning skills valued in civilian careers, like leadership, problem-solving, and strategic thinking. And when you serve in the Guard part-time, you can work or attend college full-time while you earn a paycheck, gain career skills, and enjoy great benefits, like low-cost health coverage for you and your family. Learn more about serving part-time in the Army National Guard by visiting nationalguard.com slash hiringdays today. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Get the facts every hour at the top of the hour with CBS News Radio on Classic Hits 97 and 97.1 FM WATH. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's care from the heart, please call Call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice. 
We celebrate life. I-N-E-P-T. No, no. Four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Oysters, oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Talking with Coach Art Turf about last weekend's game with Double Dakota Tech and a 39 to 4 loss on the bright side. Coach, you did score as many points as you had in the previous five games. That's right. We got us four points in the ball game. Actually, had to lead in that ball game. Don't you feel those points were a little bit tainted the way you got them though? Well, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, uh, all you know what they say. This is what I like to go th back to. What they say. They say a lot of things, and uh, one of the things they say is all's fair in love, war, and football. And this is football. And you know, uh, we put this in the same category as what we had to do the last time we had a road game back at Seashore State. You know, they wanted us to play with a football that, that we wasn't used to playing with. So we made the boys over at DDT play a foot with a football that they didn't like playing with, and we just used that to our advantage. They must have adjusted pretty well after those first couple of series because they were able to put 39 points on the board. Well, you know, even though uh, Coach Robinson, uh, Coach Roach Robinson and his boys, Coach Roach, they call him, is, is, has a new program to deal with, and they still working the bugs out of their program. They, I will say for his boys that they adjusted to, to, to their uh, problem better than we adjusted to the problem we had over at Seashore State, and you're right, they did uh, go on to score 39 points on our defense. Now, their quarterback, a uh, young man by the name of Spider or something other, I think. Was he... Uh... Steven, Spider Stevens. Yeah, he's got a real talent. He's not but a freshman over there, but uh, he's a real tall, gangly boy with long arms. Likes to fling that pass in what they call their web offense, where they send out a whole bunch of wide receivers on, on the same play, and, and uh, that's how they work their ball uh, game is with their passing game. And I'll be back with Coach Turf and more on the DDT game right after we pause for this message. And the renowned and critically acclaimed Art Turf Show is brought to you by the North American Manure Expo. You can join them online for manure demonstrations, manure tours, and manure education sessions, and more manure. Well, Coach Turf, I guess offensively you were pretty well satisfied with the outcome Saturday night, but... Uh, well, no, uh, you know, offensively we didn't score no points. It was our defense what scored all of our points. I'm real disappointed in our offense. And you gave up 39 points to the opposition. Well, that's right. You know, that was a little bit of my fault. You know, we'd gone into the ball game uh, thinking that they was going to run their web offense the whole time. Uh, you know, that's where they send all them wide receivers out, and, and the quarterback, Spider Stevens, spots whichever one's in the open, and we neglected to, to double cover his favorite wide receiver, a fellow named of, uh, Freeman, Fly Freeman. You know, uh, he, he ran this famous fly pattern of his I don't know how many times in that ball game they completed it several times for touchdowns and and that's how they ran their spider and the fly offense and got all them touchdowns so you weren't really prepared for that part of their offensive attack well I wouldn't say that they just uh, caught us napping well coach how did you come out of the ball game in the injury department well the boys come out of it fine they didn't uh, have no injuries at all uh, the only one that got injured in the ball game was me. You know, after after uh, they completed that first fly pattern, I went over and kicked the equipment bag, and I didn't know they were shoulder pads in there, and now I got a broke ankle. Be listening again, sports fans, for the next thrill-packed interview with the head coach of the Fighting Oysters of Inept Tech, the coaching legend in his own mind, the one and only Coach. Art Turf.
in our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. Well, we're back to kind of a cloudy, rainy day. 71 degrees expected to be our high. Right now we're showing 63. Ah, I just jumped a notch. 64 now. But rain showers throughout the day. Thunderstorms tomorrow. Friday and Saturday look terrific, though. It's the party line on a Wednesday. And we got a free-for-all. Scott and I are both here. We've got uh, all sorts of stories to go over and uh, news and stuff and uh, all the usual things. And some very critically important reports, too. Um, well, you'll, you'll see as we go along. But today is National Bubba Day. Now, what's that mean to you, Scott? Uh, well, I think it means, uh, for those who are named Bubba, or referred to as Bubba, a nickname, maybe it's their day. Well, that's too simple. (laughs) But anyway. Well, how about you? Give me your skinny on it. Oh, Bubba. Like, I, I don't know. But anyway, look up the word oh, bubba. What hear, does it mean? Yeah, here it is. Right right here, right okay. at the fingertips. Each year recognizes the finger all... Fingertips? Fingertips. Okay. Yep. Uh, tickling the uh, keyboard here. It recognizes all we lovingly call bubba or... Um, in our lives, the name may come from the way young children try to shorten the word brother. Mm. Okay. Say, going back to our sponsor for um, our turf this morning, who was yeah. it? What was it? The North American Manure Expo. I'm looking for a manure car. <laughs> Is that... Uh, I don't think you would find it at this expo unless you would like it filled up with such product. Oh. Well, I thought this was just some sort of expo where they had manure everything. I have not seen a manure car there on this expo's website. It is professionalism in nutrient management. Hmm. Manure, manure, and more manure. Well, today is also National Rocky Road Day. It's National Running Day. National First Ladies Day. National Leave the Office Early Day. And National Rotisserie Chicken Day. Hmm. That's a good one. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. I um, like it too, but for some reason it doesn't seem to like me. Really? Yeah, I don't know. It's a 
spices or something in it. I don't know what it is. Well, they don't have to spice it up. Yeah, I. It just. You know, there's a couple know. places here that are famous for making. Yep, they are. And one is Siemens, yes, right? Yes. Yes. And if you call ahead and put your name on one and ask them not to season it, they'll do that. Well, I may have to give that a whirl. Yeah. Well, anyway, there's several other good places, too, but uh, rotisserie chicken, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty tasty. Okay, let's see here. Where shall we go next? Um, I think um, it's interesting. There was a large article yesterday uh, throughout Columbus, and you'll see why in a minute. Uh, The topic was Ohio State Stadium. Suddenly, I can't think of the horseshoe. Uh, They're going to fill it. That's what they're hoping. They announced it yesterday to full return to full capacity. Barring any outbreaks or resurgence of the COVID, yeah, they're doing season ticket renewals. Now, while I was growing up, I remember my dad taking me to a couple of games each season. And, of course, I lived in Worthington, which is what? five miles away. Um, and it was before they had built that new section in the end zone. Mm-hmm. The permanent seating. Mm-hmm. Now, when shortly after we bought the radio station and we added Ohio State to our um, our menu of schools that we're proud to cover, Of course, we've been keenly involved with Ohio University since day one and should be. But um, we're also pleased to bring you some pro sports from around the state. You know, the Bengals, the... um, Blue Jackets. Yeah, all that sort of thing. Yeah, Reds. Reds, Browns. Yep. Not the Browns. Well, sometimes. Bengals. Bengals. There we go. Joey, Bengals. We've had the Browns. It's just not in recent years. Yeah. I lost my train of thought. The horseshoe. Going to the horseshoe. Oh, um, <clears throat> we, um, I had season tickets to Ohio State. And they put all the broadcast affiliates in the same section. So it was kind of cool because you'd go and see some of your, your buddies from other stations around the state, you know? Yeah. And... Um, So it, it was uh, just kind of next to the tunnel where the band and everybody comes through. So on the closed end of the stadium. Mm-hmm. But um, it is, I mean, I love going to OU games. You know, I've had the same seats for years until last year when we didn't have any um, games to speak of. I'm anxious to get going again. You know, we know everybody around us uh, because most of the people around us, you know, except for coaching wives, which there's a lot of them, uh, we've been there together for years. And even the coaching wives, you know, there's not a ton of turnover there. So um, 
it's just really nice. Yeah, it is. And, you know, speaking of where the band comes out in the horseshoe, mm-hmm. the uh, scarlet and gray marching to biddle, as they're called. The, the best, best darn damn band in the land. Yeah. That, for me, is one of the greatest spectacles in sports. Mm-hmm. When the Ohio State marching band takes the field, it is so synchronized about how they march, how they raise their hand up at a certain time segment. And it's not all done right there in cadence. And if you've ever tried to do it with a band, it's not easy to do. But uh, once they take the field, I mean, the the stadium up there goes nuts when the band takes the field. And rightfully so. Yeah. And they, you know, play the fight song and down the field uh, and then into the national anthem, which is a beautiful, solemn moment for me to do that. And, you know, the same thing happens in Peden Stadium when the Marching 110 comes out, takes the field. There's excitement in the stadium. Two great bands. And it's a, just a neat thing with 100,000 people in the horseshoe. Ohio State football on a beautiful Saturday afternoon. One of the greatest sporting events I've ever seen or been to in person. Um, while you're talking here, I've been trying to look up a name in my phone. Folks, um, I, I've been getting some teasing about um, Prevagen. Oh, yeah. Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I oh, can't that's... Remember. Oh, geez. I can't remember if I brought that up on the show before. What a time I, for that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just getting ready to say, I remember that. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> anyway... You need um, some omega three oils to mix into that too. Okay, <laughs> brain food. Um, so what about the Prevagen? Okay, so the director of Ohio State's marching band. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Was one of my mentors, Doctor Woods, John Woods. I, it, okay, the name just came in it. Okay. Charlie Spahn. Ah, okay. S-P-O-H-N. He also was a professor of percussion, which is why I knew him so well. And he got me involved in the Columbus Symphony. He got me involved in some other groups, and um, he was just a terrific guy. And he thought I was okay, too. So um, Charlie then uh, moved to Phoenix, I think, to uh, semi-retire. And I've lost track. I'll have to Google him later and see if he's still about. The odds are probably that he's passed. But uh, he was the director of the Ohio State Marching Band for many years. What a guy. Now, why was I mentioning this? I guess just because we were talking about the band. Yeah, about him. Entering into uh, the stadium there. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see here. So, anyway, Ohio State accepting a full house uh, this fall in their stadium. And the word is that we think OU will as well. We are hopeful, yes. We haven't heard a final 
decision on that yet, but you know that's going to come from the Mid American Conference office, from the MAC office. So um, you have to wait, wait and see about that. Hey, I've got a. I just googled Charlie Spawn just for mm-hmm. the heck of it mm-hmm. here. Charles. And, Charles. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's just a a little bit of this. It says in the summer of nineteen. 19- 65 John Tatkenhorst was earning a few bucks drumming for a studio that a band that was broadcasting live from the Ohio State Fair and he wandered out the midway during break heard a new pop song crackle across the loudspeakers he paused and he could hear the Ohio State Univers- uh, University marching band playing Hang on Sloopy yes and uh, he called his professor and mentor Charles Spawn, mm-hmm. director of the marching band, and while this fellow had been allowed to arrange a rock and roll number or two before, Spawn apparently rejected Sloopy. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. said the Ohio State marching band doesn't play that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, um, I think the uh, enthusiasm on the part of the members of the band overcame that. And then it became one of their very popular things to do. Oh, yeah. Hang on, Sloopy. Sloopy, hang on. Then they do the O H I O. Like we do here, but we make it fit for our Bobcats, too. I was I was walking through an airport uh, recently. Not not in Columbus. And I had an Ohio University shirt on. Uh, a polo, I guess you'd call it. Nice one. And from across the building someone goes, "Oh, H." <laughs> And I paused a minute, and then I realized they were talking to me, and I go, I O. <laughs> yeah. And this was uh, not, not, not in Columbus. I mean, you might expect that for either school out in Columbus, but uh, this was in a, a city. Where was I? Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, Director Spawn eventually included... Hang on, Sloopy and the band's lineup uh, for the Ohio State-Illinois game on October 9th, 1965. Yeah, yeah, I would say. How about that? Yeah. Let's see here. Did I see our phones flashing a moment ago? Um, I don't know. I didn't. I'll have to pay more attention. I had it covered up with a sheet of paper, and then I saw sort of a, a flash or something. All right. Well, let's see here. We got a whole bunch of reports to share with you today. Where should we go next? Take your pick. There goes the phone right there. So, uh, let's see. Not that one. This one. And then up it goes. And I say, hello. Oh, uh, yeah. You guys were talking about the Ohio Stadium and all that. Yes. I wonder if any, either one of you guys saw the uh, new painted floor of uh, the convo. Um, I've seen a, a little picture um, in a news release. It was not about the floor. They had somebody of note 
um, standing on it, and I go, what? I've not seen anything about it, but what is it? Is did they do the whole floor that way? Well, they did. That. They they got pictures now on like Bobcat Attack and all that stuff there. The new floor. I think they unveiled it on the, the media services last night. Boy, it looks really, really nice. I'll be darned. There's so many. It looks like so many new new uh, courts and stuff. They they paint them like green. Uh, like the bricks. Uh, brown. Well, yeah, just like it, it really. Some of those really look kind of. Really weird, but boy, this looks really, really nice. I'm anxious and, um, to see it. I, I, I spotted it by accident. There was a picture of I don't know Nellis or somebody standing on it, uh, but they were talking about other topics. And yeah, they were they were talking. They got some bricks around it and stuff like that. Yeah, it's just a, the floor looks really, really super nice, and uh, uh, so I can't wait to go in and see it. Me too. And also, too, like uh, last night or yesterday, uh, Coach Webb of the volleyball team resigned. Or, oh, really? Yeah, so we're going to get a new volleyball coach. Okay. So. Well, I've got a lot of oh. the original floor. Um, probably, what's four by eight? 32 square feet, maybe, of the old original floor. And I right. put uh, a section in one of my hallways with the half-court line on it and um, wow. and a picture then on the wall describing that piece of the original floor from the combo. Well, anyway. You used to, you, know, you used to be able to get a lot of flooring from uh, uh, Grover Center because it flooded every year, so they yeah. have to put new <laughs> in every year. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend whose whole basement is out of that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, thank okay. you. Thanks. You bet. Uh, Thanks, bye-bye. Jerry. I tell you what, that was a great floor to play basketball on, the Convocation Center floor. The first one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, there still is, too, but... Uh, it's not a bad place for a hallway, either. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Or to get the flooring to put in your hallway, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, Coach Webb, incidentally, retired Okay. from uh, the OU Volleyball program. I see that... Um, um, my neighbor, Raleigh Sport, who passed a few years ago, uh, somewhere along the way they gave him a ceremonial clock for being the voice of the Convocation Center for so many years, much like Lou is now. Yeah. And, um, um, and it's made out of the floor. And I've, I've had a thought to use some of my pieces to do that. Okay, back to the phones. Uh, Good morning. Tickety-poo. Tickety-poo. <laughs> How are y'all this morning? We're terrible. Uh, <laughs> help Dave, help us I, out. Earlier this morning, I was listening to in the commercial about only you can prevent wildfires. Okay. When I was when I was a kid, it used to be forest fires. When did they change that? Do you know? Not the really. Forest fires to wildfire. I, I would consider them both uh, interchangeable. So, I mean, I'm not sure they changed it. I'm just saying sometimes they may say it one way, sometimes another. But maybe well, I, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I'm just wondering because, you know, every time I hear his voice, I still think of forest fires. Yeah, yeah. So that's why when I was a kid's way, I always heard it. Sure. <laughs> I'll be glad when the football season comes around and we can be able to go back. You know, this has been such a goofed up 18 months or so. 
Um, it seems like no sport has finished ever their season. Uh-uh. You know, here we tune on the TV any day of the week, and we still got football. We still have basketball. We have baseball. And, you know, rather than having fall be football, spring or winter be basketball, you know what I mean. Right. And um, that's kind of why we've let uh, Coach Turf keep going here well past the so-called football season just because he's fun. Um, anyway, what do you think of him? I like it. Good. He reminds, he reminds me of home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, yeah. and home would be where now? West Virginia. There you go. Cause they play a team there from Nitro. They call it Nitro West Virginia. Can't remember the name at all. TNT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what's the expression I heard the other day? Was it something Tucky? Um, was it West Tucky? I don't uh, know. It, it was it was a rip on Kentucky, but they 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 added the the. Tucky part to another state's name. Yeah, I don't know. I, when I, first I moved love here, Kentucky. Yeah, when I first moved here, they made, you know, West Virginia jokes. Yeah. You know, it used to be, well, Pollock jokes, now they're West Virginia jokes. Yeah, yeah. I told them one, I said, well, you know, West Virginia's getting a new zoo. Uh, what's that? I said, huh? I said, West Virginia's getting them a new zoo. They said, well, we never heard that. I said, yeah, they put the fence around Ohio and sitting over here at the zookeeper. <laughs> <laughs> well, they didn't like it. Uh, I said, hey, boys, if you, if you can put it out, you better be able to take it. There you go. <laughs> well, that's the way my daddy says, son, if you're going to tell jokes or, or be funny or try to be funny and, and play pranks, you better be able to take the repercussion. Amen. I and so you. I have, and that's why I guess I'm living a long life. I just I just laugh it off. There you go. Well, you know, and that's the best way. Oh, yeah, somebody asked me one day, said, how you doing, Don? I said, well, I'm fine. It's frog hair twice split. <laughs> twice and they split. look at me, and I'm thinking, you know, that's it. You tell them, oh, well, I'm doing good. Then they, they, Or if you say, well, I'm not feeling that good, then they always have something worse off than you got. I don't care how I feel. <laughs> I just tell them I'm fine as frogs hair twice split, and they just say, oh, okay. <laughs> At yeah. the end of that. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, take care out there. Because frogs don't have hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes it really guys, fun. I'll let you go. I'll, I just had to have a little fun on there. Glad you did. Jump in. All right. Thank you all. Y'all have a good day. See Bye-bye. you, Don. Bye-bye. You too. All right, this is June 2nd. I'm not sure we've even mentioned that part yet. Um, Let's see here. In 1862, on this date, Robert E. Lee takes command of the Confederate Armies of North Virginia during, of course, the early parts of the American Civil War. We have another caller trying to ring in. Good morning. You're on the air. 
Good morning. You were talking about Tucky, Nelson yeah. Tucky, and poor Chris Schmiel had to go to the Nelsonville City Council and apologize for what, using that phrase. What was it? Nelson Tucky. Oh, that's right. You're right. Yeah. I knew I had heard it somewhere, but I've heard it a couple times since, too, but not with reference to other places. Anyway. What do you think it exactly means? Oh. Sort of backwards? I suppose. It's something like that. I love Kentucky. So I. And when, I like Chris Mills, so I feel sorry for him. Yeah. And, but he, he stood up and did the right thing. Sure. Went and apologized. And, He's going to be on our show here in a week or so. Yeah, get him to apologize again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. No, okay. okay. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Bye. Bye bye. 592 6646 certainly is our number, and uh, most of you have that memorized by now. So let's see, 1862, Robert E. Lee. 1896, on this, um, on this date, uh, Marconi, an Italian engineer and inventor, Marconi applies for the first ever patent for a system of wireless telegraphy in the United Kingdom. So we're we're talking about dots and dashes, folks. 1953, the coronation of Queen Elizabeth II in Westminster Abbey, London. 1989, 10,000 Chinese soldiers are blocked by 100,000 citizens in Tiananmen Square in Beijing. Protecting students demonstra- demonstrating for democracy. Charlie Watts. Boy, he looks familiar to me, but I don't know why. He is the drummer for the Rolling Stones. Wow. He looks ancient. Doesn't he? I'm sorry, man. That's, yeah. That wasn't very complimentary, but mercy. Well, you know, when you play in a rock and roll band for 90 years. He's, he's only 80 years old Yeah, but today. it probably feels like it's been 90. You know, those guys travel a lot. Their sleep's all messed up. They travel all around the world, and that takes a toll on a human body. You know, and back in the younger day, they were they were a little party hardy. We we shall see. Really? But never, yeah, never suspected. Yeah, that. the stories have surfaced. They have come out. So they, they had a good time. But I uh, heard heard something. Some friends of mine in uh, a band said you <laughs> backstage in time. They said you know what the most popular word is behind stage backstage after rolling stones concert i give what i said what and they said clear oh yeah to put the defibrillators on them all to keep them going oh like the paramedics do and they put put them on there and they yell clear okay but uh... those guys I said earlier this morning, they must have be passing around some really good Geritol during shows or after shows or something like that. Keep going as long as they have been, what, 50-plus years? Anyway, probably more than that. But 
They're still rocking and rolling. Still well, we got some, touring around. We got the world. some others to mention here. So, Charlie Watts, 80th birthday. The Marquis de Sade. Were he alive? He was born in 1740, died in 1814. Now, I've heard that expression over and over and over. That name, Marquis de Sade. He is uh, was a French nobleman, revolutionary politician, philosopher, and writer for, uh, famous for his libertine sexuality. His work includes novels, short stories, plays, dialogues, and political tracts. Okay. T-R-A-C-T-S. Uh, Edward Elgar. E-L-G-A-R. He was born in 1857 on this date and died in 1934. He was an English composer and he music um, I take it. Yeah. Okay. He was uh, many of whose works have entered the British and international classical concert repertoire. How about that? He was also knighted. Um the last per- birthday to mention is that of Wayne Brady, who, uh, it's his 49th birthday, and uh, he looks familiar to me, but I, I can't quite, um... oh, he, he uh, is so funny on whose line is it anyway? Oh, 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 that's guy. Yeah. Okay, I get it. He is really funny on that show. <laughs> Two famous deaths to mention, Giuseppe Garibaldi who died uh, on this date in 1882. He was born in 1807. Um, I don't know a thing about him other than I recognize the name. Giuseppe Garibaldi was an Italian general, patriot, and republican. He contributed to the Italian unification and the creation of the Kingdom of Italy. And the other one is Lou Gehrig, who died in this date in uh, 1941. He was uh, born in 1903, so he, what, what's that, 29 years? Yeah, he didn't live very long. Of course, he contracted uh, what's now known as Lou Gehrig disease. Uh, he, what, was, what, what, he was 38. What is Lou Gehrig's disease? Um, I mean, what would it most likely be compared to that we might know the name of? It, um, it is, I guess... Uh, it's called amotrophic lateral sclerosis ALS okay and um, they they basically lose function they have respiratory failure um, they they cannot properly remove carbon dioxide from their blood um, so it's it's a degenerative disease uh, basically so uh, mobility is extremely limited um, they get fatigue, fuzzy thinking, headaches, possible pneumonia. They have difficulty uh, with speech or eating, okay. drinking by mouth. So it's uh, it's it takes a toll on the whole whole body. I've known a couple of people who suffered from that, and it is a terrible, terrible disease. But Lou Gehrig lived to be eight, 38 years old. He was. Known as the Iron Horse, he set the record for most consecutive games played 
over a period of time at 2,130 games. Wow. Uh, in a row that he never sat out a game. But that has been since broken by Cal Ripken Jr. Was he, what, what was his position? He was a first baseman okay. for the New York Yankees. Okay. Yeah, the guy who took over for him uh, mentioned, how do I do this, take over for a legend mm. like Lou Gehrig? And I think, if I remember right, it was Wally Pipp who took over for that. But uh, quite a man in his speech in old Yankee Stadium, uh, he said, I consider myself the luckiest man alive on the face of the earth, earth even while battling ALS mm. too. I actually I think I've seen that uh, clipping. I actually got to sit in his locker in old Yankee Stadium a few uh, time when I was there. The headlines the today, the headlines mm. today, New York Times. Um, basically, one of the things they're covering, and, and we keep hearing more and more about it as we watch each of the different daily newscasts, or if we listen to CBS here uh, on our station, uh, and of course we have hourly newscasts of um, six minutes duration, and some a few longer, I might add. Anyway, uh, the topic is global shortages. Um, and, and some of them are because of the pandemic. Some of them are, um, at least they're being suggested that it's um, using the electronic networks, there's... Um, some illegal operation being done by perhaps foreign countries. They most often, you say, the, 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 the Russians. Um, the latest um, situation is meat. And one of our nation's largest meat suppliers um, has felt uh, very seriously the effects of that just in the last, what, 48 hours or so. And uh, then, you know, the scam artists uh, want a, um, well, they want money to stop uh, interfering with their systems. And I think we had word that one company recently paid $4.4 million, or was it billion? I think it was million. I think it was, yeah, billion. <clears throat> um, any, any way you look at it, it's quite a bunch of money. And some people are critical of that. You know, if you give in to that, then you're just um, making it that more attractive for people to try. Anyway, um, let's see. So global shortages of many goods reflect the disruption of the pandemic combined with decades of companies limiting their inventories. 
see if I have just a little bit more on that. Oh, I think I printed the wrong thing. That's all right. These are all like lead lines. So we'll go through them quickly. Yeah, they expect the, uh, the, the plant to reopen again today. Which are you talking about? The, the meat plant? Yeah, the meat plant. Okay. Yeah, they've got that resolved. It doesn't give any details about any ransom that was paid or anything like that, but they just released a statement that said they're making significant progress resolving that cyber attack late last night. Um, I guess there's a new coronavirus vaccine called Sinovac. It's a Chinese pharmaceutical. I think as time goes on, just like any other vaccines, we're going to see more and more manufacturers of that vaccine. Just like we have different ones for the shots we take now. Flu shots, shingles shots. Listen, I just printed the wrong report this morning, so this is not helping me at all. Uh, I did the uh, what's called headlines report instead of this morning report. So I'm going to just set that aside. I have other things I did bring in here. <clears throat> some I'm proud of, some not so much. You'll see what I mean here in a minute. Okay, so I've got uh, one, two, three. I have four reports in front of me right now. <laughs> okay, the first one, and I, I have a group of friends that I meet with uh, couple times a week and they love to ride bikes and they do you know i mean heavy duty riding they'll ride miles and miles and miles like even to another city and stuff <clears throat> so this is a, a report entitled best biking cities in america i have another report entitled um Best and Worst Places to Raise a Family. Okay. I have a third report that says Best and Worst Cities for Staycations. And then I came across this report. I couldn't help it. I brought it in. It says um, 2021's Horniest cities in America. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, guess which one I'm going to do first. Uh, and these others can wait, I guess. Jeez, uh, I don't know. Okay, I, it, it just I think it's time for a smile. And, you know, now that our face masks and more are coming off, 
many Americans are ready for some post-pandemic action. But some cities have a more pent-up sex drive than others. So um, we've got this report, and this is the 200 biggest cities in the nation, arranged by, um, well, nine different keys of, nine different key indicators of sexual arousal. Let's see, how much of this can I actually read? Among the factors we looked at, with our eyes wide shut, <laughs> a share of single population, Google search interest in adult content, content. Um, oh well. We also surveyed nearly 800 U.S. adults to gauge their libido levels during and after the pandemic. Okay, let's see how far we can go with this on this rated show. Uh, okay, so the number one city, and again, they're using the term horniest. <laughs> Jeez. Paradise, Nevada. Um. It's located just outside of, you know, Sin City, Las Vegas. Um, what this community, what has this community all hot and bothered? Um, well, I can't read all of that. But it goes on to say Paradise, again, Nevada is the adult entertainment capital of America. Now, um, what comes in second? Orange, California. Third, Hollywood, Florida. Fourth, Providence, Rhode Island. Atlanta, Georgia. Fifth, Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Sixth, Newark, New Jersey, Dayton, Ohio, 8th, the horniest places in America, Dayton, Ohio, 8th, Tempe, Arizona, 9th, and Baltimore, Maryland, 10th. Now, How about the least? How would you like to be recognized as the least? <laughs> okay. Let me tell you they are. All but three are in Texas. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. So the least of the 200. Midland, Texas, followed by Frisco, Texas, 
Cape Coral, Florida, Amarillo, Texas, Laredo, Texas, Brownsville, Texas, Plano, Plano, Texas, Naperville, Illinois, McKinney, Texas, and Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> I think I'll set that report over there. We have about uh, two and a half minutes remaining today. By the way, if there's ever a topic that you'd like to have us look into, feel free to drop us a line via email or text message or, you know, any of the social medias, LinkedIn, whatever. Um... Facebook, all that stuff. Or you can call the station or email me, right? Palmer D at WXTQ.com. Okay, so I got some other reports. Um, best and worst places to raise a family. Um... Number one, they have Overland Park, Kansas. Number two, Fremont, California. Four, three, Irvine, California. Plano, Texas. Columbia, Maryland. My wife spent a number of years in there. Pat. South Burlington, Vermont comes in sixth. Seattle, seventh. Scottsdale, eighth. Gilbert, Arizona, ninth. And Madison, Wisconsin, tenth. Now, where does the first Ohio City show up? Let me make sure I have my stuff right here. It is at 59th, and it is Columbus. Then after that, some other Ohio Cities show up, too. And I will tell you, I grew up in Columbus or Worthington. Same thing. And I, I liked it. Okay, so we'll put that one away, and we'll cover some of these other things. And any other suggestions you have, get a hold of us, and we'll work on it, okay? You doing all right back there? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Well, folks, have a great day out there. Please, we'll see you tomorrow. In our 71st year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The world's largest meat processor says most of its U.S. facilities will reopen today after they were shut down by a cyber breach being blamed on Russian hackers. Former Defense Secretary Leon Panetta tells CBS this morning. Make no mistake about it. These cyber attacks represent a military weapon that is being used by our adversaries to try and weaken the United States. I'm Stephen Portnoy. Just as in the case of Colonial Pipeline last month, the White House again says Moscow has at least some responsibility to ensure ransomware attackers aren't operating from Russia with safe harbor. 
but U.S. officials don't seem to believe the Russian government has any direct culpability in the attack on JBS. President Biden meets with Vladimir Putin in Geneva two weeks from today. U.S.-Russia relations may have hit another low. Correspondent Cammie McCormick from the Pentagon. Russia's upper house of parliament has voted to withdraw from the Open Skies Treaty after the Biden administration said it wouldn't renew it. The treaty allowed for surveillance flights over military facilities. This could also tighten travel restrictions on diplomats in both countries. It comes just ahead of the planned summit between Presidents Biden and Putin. The treaty was intended to build trust between the two sides. Another cruise line is making preparations to set sail again with new COVID safety protocols. Disney will begin simulated two-night test trips aboard its dream ship out of Port Canaveral in Florida, June 29th. Volunteer staff will fill in as passengers. Tests from the online pharmacy and lab Valisure showed dozens of popular sunscreens contain a chemical linked to blood cancers. CBS News Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. John LaPook. The problem with benzene is it can cause leukemia, anemia, things like this, and it was described in, in factories where people were inhaling relatively larger amounts of it in the air over many, many years. Among the brands tested, Neutrogena, Banana Boat, and CBS. If you want to keep your brain in tip-top shape, researchers say you'd do best to lay off the booze. CBS's Vicki Barker is in London. The study of more than 25,000 people in the UK found there is no safe threshold for alcohol. Even light drinking had adverse effects on nearly every part of the brain. And the more alcohol consumed, the lower the brain volume. Walmart is sitting pretty. Quickly, get the big blue bag. The company tops the new Fortune 500 list for the ninth year in a row with $4.5 trillion in cumulative revenue. Amazon holds on to the number two spot with a 38% jump in sales. Apple is third. Overall revenue down 5% during the pandemic. This is CBS News. Looking to hire? Indeed will help you speed up the process. They have 135 skills tests to help you find the right candidates faster. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Hey, we get it. You don't want to be hearing a progressive commercial right now. So let us tell you something you do want to hear. You are powerful. You're a warrior who bathes in your enemy's tears. Then you step out of that refreshing tear bath and into a bathrobe that somehow looks good on you. Yeah, you can pull off a robe. There. Don't you feel better? You'll also feel better when you save money for driving safely with Snapshot from Progressive. Mmm, savings you can use to buy more robes. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Snapshot not available in California, North Carolina, or from all agents. Okay, my shipments have to get to customers on time and looking good. It's possible with Staples Connect. Staples Connect has small business shipping covered with premium shipping supplies, custom labels, and UPS shipping services. And now, buy two, get one free on decorative shipping supplies. Plus, get 20% off UPS Express shipping services. Explore what's new at your local Staples store or staplesconnect.com. Staples Connect, the working and learning store. N73, visit staplesconnect.com shipping for details. A teenager on the West Coast saved the day for her dogs. 17-year-old Haley Marinico saw trouble in her backyard in Bradbury, California, and acted fast. Honestly, the only thing I had in mind was to protect my dogs. That's what I did. She saw a large bear on top of a wall in her backyard squaring off with the family dogs. She ran out, shoved.